How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, we're discussing Brian Reynolds. Another little episode here, just updating you guys on the current situation unfolding. Obviously, Reynolds asked to be traded a couple of weeks ago. Um, rumors have been heating up, and, and today, interesting news coming out um, from one of the Pittsburgh Pirates beat reporters, so from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette's Jason McKay, uh, McKee, I guess. He said something interesting, and I want to kind of talk about it, what the implications would be for the Yankees, how the Yankees fit into this mold. He did specifically say that the Yankees would be intri intrigued and might be in the mix in a potential Reynolds trade, among with a slew of other teams, including the Dodgers. Um, so obviously, you know, the, the entire thing right now is that the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates want starting pitching, and they want really good prospects. Now, we don't have Ken Waldachuk. We don't have Hayden Wesneski. We obviously sent them away for Scott Efros and Frankie Montez at the trade deadline in August. Um, but right now, we're kind of looking at at a situation where if you want Reynolds, you're going to have to give up just on Dominguez. You might have to give up Peraz. You might have to give up Dominguez, Everson Pereira, and maybe some guy like Will Warren. Uh, we do have some pitchers in this in this farm system, but we definitely have um, given up a lot of them to get players who can maybe help us this year. Of course, Scott Efros is going to be injured the entire season, so maybe not this year, maybe next year. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Ryan Reynolds probably makes this team um, even more, I guess, World Series contenders. He makes them very strong in the outfield. You have Giancarlo Stanton kind of playing that supplementary role defensively. I don't think he'll play much defensively this upcoming season, but get him involved a little bit. Obviously, you don't want to roll with Aaron Hicks. You got Aaron Judge. You got Bader. Uh, and look, an outfield of of Judge, Bader, and Reynolds might be the best in baseball. I think that Ryan, you might be able to agree with that. Um, it, it kind of seems like they don't have any weaknesses. Reynolds, obviously, a very very talented switch hitting uh, guy. He had a down season compared to his 2021 stats, which were phenomenal. I think he had somewhere about 125 WRC plus or a higher 141. Maybe last year was 125. Um, but this is a player who would make the outfield significantly better. Now uh, the question is, what do you have to give up for him? And we'll give you kind of some insight into what Jason McKay from uh, the post Gazette was saying today in, in, in terms of when the pirates would trade him and how uh, intrigued they are by other teams and the prospects they may be able to gain. Yeah, so, you know, looking at this upper, uh, kind of a deal the Yankees could be making here, you know, their competition, I believe John Rossi reported, it was the Dodgers, Mariners, and Yankees that were the three teams that uh, he reported were involved. And those teams make sense. You know, the Dodgers, uh, they non-tendered Bellinger, and they tried to bring in Gallo to fill in a hole in left field, and he didn't. Um, so they're definitely going to be in the outfield market and definitely going to explore. And, and they're the team I kind of fear the most in terms of competition because they do have, you know, that elite starting pitching prospect in Bobby Miller. Um, and they also have Gavin Stone, who's another top top 100 prospects. So they have two guys right there. And uh, I believe there's another report that uh, came out about the Pittsburgh Pirates really wanting pitching. So the Dodgers are definitely that team that like you look at, uh, you know, next to the Yankees and you're like, you know, that's the team that you fear can pull the trigger on a deal like that. Um, the Mariners are involved and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the Mariners aren't going to get him, but um, they don't really have that top level talent that the Yankees or the Dodgers have that they could provide for the Pirates right now. Remember, they also dumped a lot of their farm. They just traded, you know, they traded for Luis Castillo when Luis Castillo was extremely pricey, extremely costly. You know, that that costed them a prospect that's on the caliber of like an Anthony Volpe. Um, so, you know, they're probably not going to be able to bring out the firepower in terms of just raw prospects that the Yankees or the Dodgers can. Uh, but I imagine the, 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 the Mariners who have Jerry Depoto at GM are far more uh, willing to get crazy with a deal than the Yankees or the, uh, or the Dodgers are kind of always have shown the approach of they'd rather not lose a deal than make a deal uh, in some cases. And, you know, whether that's something that Yankee fans like or dislike about Cashman, uh, it's, it's just how he operates. Right. Um, and I'm not here to say it's right or wrong. Uh, but in terms of making, you know, in terms of 
where the Yankees sit with Reynolds, you know, it's, I don't think Brian Cashman is going to force himself to make a trade, right? You know, I think Brian Cashman has no problem, you know, trading for a Max Kepler or, or going non-committal in left field uh, and kind of waiting out Reynolds' market for the trade deadline. You know, ultimately you care about how this team looks in the postseason, how this team looks on opening day is not going to reflect how they look in the postseason. Um, and and I, I really do think the Yankees have some pieces that the Pirates would be interested in. You know, Jason Dominguez is kind of a player where if you're the Pirates, you know, he, he climbed up a lot last season to the minor leagues. He's a guy who, you know, can climb into that, you know, top 10 to 15 prospect status next year if things go right for him. He's not too far away from the major league level. Um, if you're looking at the quote-unquote replacement for Brian Reynolds, that would be the replacement for Brian, Brian Reynolds. The Yankees do lack in the pitching side of things. You know, their top prospects are all position players. You know, you have Volpe, Dominguez, Peraza, uh, Pereira, Roderick Arias, you know, Austin Wells, Trey Sweeney, Spencer Jones. None of these guys are are, are, are pitchers, right? In terms of pitchers, you're looking, you know, Uendris Gomez, Clayton Beater. Uh, Luis Heal would have been more interesting if he wasn't injured. I think that really uh, is going to come back to haunt the Yankees a little bit in terms of making a deal for uh, Reynolds if they aren't able to get it done. Uh, they recently drafted Drew Thorpe uh, early in the 2022 draft, and he should be someone who's a fast riser. But none of these guys are necessarily top 100 prospects or, or guys that you look at as the elite pitching prospects or the future of pitching in this game. Uh, some of them have upside, but it still remains to be seen. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Yankees are able to manage this. You know, they're, they're young, their current young starter that's made it at the major league level is Clark Schmidt. Um, he's going to turn 27 pretty soon. So, and he has injury issues. So, uh, you know, how valuable is that to the pirates, right? You know, I imagine if the Yankees are able to make a deal here and I forgot to mention Will Warren, he's obviously, uh, you know, a big part of this. If the Yankees are able to make a deal here, it'll be qu quantity over quality when it comes to pitching. It'll be because the Yankees gave them a lot of pitching talent or a lot of prospects, uh, not because the Yankees were able to give them the, the best prospect available, which I think, you know, you're obviously the Yankees have, you know, Anthony Volpe, and that's better than any prospect the Dodgers or the Mariners have, but he's not being traded. I think we're past the point of, you know, debating or speculating whether Anthony Volpe will be dealt or not. He's never getting traded. Um, so uh, we're at this point in time, it's the Yankees are going to play the waiting game. And the, if the price of Reynolds doesn't drop, then the Yankees, I don't think, are going to make the move for him because I don't think they're going to force themselves to trade for Reynolds. Yeah, I agree. And, and so here's what the just guy Jason McKay said from the post because they said, number one, Reynolds will be traded and probably before the 2023 season is finished. So it's possible that he's traded midway through. Maybe the Yankees are willing to wait and just try to wait and see if another team won't go for him because the hall is too big and get him uh, at the deadline and, and maybe he's struggling. I, who knows? Anything could happen. Number two, the majority of people I've spoken with would be surprised if he winds up playing at all for the Pirates in 2023. So it seems like the majority of people in the Pirates organization do not view Brian Reynolds as their starting outfielder in 2023. They think he will be traded for prospects. Now, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I, he also said that they're about $50 million away on an extension. Like, they're totally in different ballparks. Um, so when you're looking at what Reynolds wants, he he wants out. And he wants to get extended by a team that has money and was willing to, to spend. Now, if the Yankees are going to acquire Brian Reynolds, they also have to be willing to extend him, in my opinion. So... You know, 2026, he becomes a free agent. So, you know, you're looking at a couple of bigger deals down the road that may be coming off the books. And DJ's deal is getting closer to off the books. Stanton, I know he's on the books for a long time. So, obviously, there's there's big money being, you know, spread out to a, a multitude of different players. And these contracts go well beyond 2026, most of them. So, right now, I kind of feel as though um, you're going to have to give up probably Dominguez and a couple other top prospects, including Will Warren, to get the deal done. Um, but... You know that's that's always the risk. Do you do you go all in for a World Series now, or do you mortgage your future on a World Series now? D Jason Dominguez, 
I think that he is going to be a starting center fielder for this team in the future. The guy's a switch hitter. He has a just ridiculous size and athleticism and speed. He has, he's different. He's a different build. You know what I mean? You got Spencer Jones, who you've been talking about a lot recently. He looks phenomenal. He's climbing through the farm system. He has that lefty bat. He has the same build as Aaron judge. They're basically trying to find themselves a lefty Aaron judge. And right now he seems to be the, the kind of fit the mold perfectly. But again, becoming Aaron judge is a lot different than, uh, you know, looking like him. So it's definitely a, a long road ahead for Spencer Jones as an outfielder. But right now I kind of get the sense that um, Brian Cashman doesn't want to mortgage the future. I think he'd rather go for an Austin Meadows or a Max Kepler instead of Brian Reynolds. Now, here's the thing, though. The Yankees and Brian Reynolds and the Pittsburgh Pirates have been connected for so long, right? They've done many deals with the Pirates. They've, you know, obviously the Clay Holmes trade um, stands out as a big one. And we got the upper hand on that. So Right now, do, do you think that because the Yankees have been connected with Brian Reynolds for such a long time and and they've really been negotiating for such a, a I guess a couple of years now, and every year these things you know pop up for Brian Reynolds, do you think that it's legitimate to, to feel as though they could be in the mix here? Or do you think it's just kind of off-season fluff? No, I definitely think the Yankees are involved in Brian Reynolds. The Yankees have wanted Brian Reynolds for a very long time. It's, it, I mean, this is the type of guy that if you're Brian Cashman, you know you get this guy. And even if the Yankees don't win the World Series this year, who's who's blaming Brian Cashman at that point? You know what I mean? Like, you have to, you know, people have to understand as well. Brian Cashman wants to, you know, doesn't want to be the face of all the issues with the New York Yankees. If he brings in Brian Reynolds and he's an offseason of Brian Reynolds, Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, and Carlos Rodon and Tommy Canley as well, you know, what are you realistically going to say to criticize Brian Cashman's offseason, right? Like, even if Josh Donaldson's starting at third base for the first part of the season, I mean, realistically, you have to be really miserable to complain about that type of offseason right you know brian reynolds is someone that i think you know he's projected right now for a 125 wrc plus i'm not mistaken you know projections seem to uh the projections they definitely are based on the ballpark you play in as well so if you were to move to yankee stadium uh you would see a boost in power in terms of home runs isolated power and that would boost his wrc plus even though wrc plus is park adjusted uh you know there are just certain ballparks that players are going to uh, perform better in uh and even if even if the park factor isn't necessarily drastically different. So I know that the Yankees really want Brian Reynolds. They they desperately, they desperately want a bat like that on their team. Um, and I think the Yankees are, you know, the fact that we're in these talks tells you they're gonna be they're definitely, you know, hanging some pretty big names over on these deals. If I'm not mistaken, I believe a report came out that the Yankees were willing to trade Jason Dominguez for Luis Castillo. If they're willing to trade him for Luis Castillo, who has one and a half years of control as a starting pitcher, they're going to be willing to trade him for Brian Reynolds, who has two and a half years of control. I know this year was brutal for him defensively, uh, but he did have an oblique issue uh, in July. And I think that definitely probably affected his uh, ability to go out there and play good defense. But in left field, I mean, I know the track record for him in left field is a lot better. You don't even have to look at, uh, you know, think about, you know, a center fielder moving to uh, left field. Just look at the raw numbers, right? Seven defensive runs saved in the thousand endings out there in left field. You know, he's going to give you solid defense in left field as a corner outfielder in total. He has 10 defensive runs saved and two outs above average. So, you know, he's someone that I think the Yankees are going to be able to get strong defensive play out of in, in that left field. He has experience out there. You know, his, his speed is still really good. His arm is really, really good. Um, you know, he should be able to make that transition transition to Yankee Stadium defensively. And, and quite frankly, it, PNC Ballpark's not a ballpark you hit home runs in. Yankee Stadium is. So, you know, if, if Brian Reynolds is going to go out there and have, you know, something close to that 2021 season, it'll be in New York where he's able to, you know, you know hit, let's say, 30, 32, 33 home runs uh, and, and slug over 500 and keep, you know, an OBP around 350 and become one of the most, uh, become a part of a team that can, as you said, you know, I think this team would be the best team in baseball, Brian Reynolds. And I don't think, you know, 
I, yes, the Mets could even get Correa. You know, and I, I'm picturing the Mets already have Correa. Uh, Brian Reynolds will be the best player. The Brian Reynolds will make the Yankees the best team in baseball. Uh, he's that last piece. Left field's the only thing the Yankees have a question mark at. You know, you could say the infield, but they have so many infielders that it's bound to work out, if you get what I'm saying. You know, you have LeMahieu, Peraza, Volpe, Cabrera, Donaldson. You know, they they like two of those guys just have to pan out and you're and you're fine, you know? So this team's gonna be pretty good and they're gonna be pretty, pretty unstoppable with Brian Reynolds in that lineup. If you can throw him in pencil in at the three or five hole. I mean, I don't even know where he'd hit, but uh he'd make the, he'd take this team to a new level. Yeah, absolutely. But guys, I'd love to hear perspectives below in the YouTube comments. Uh, let me know what you think about Brian Reynolds. Obviously, some interesting discussion from their, their beat reporters. And it seems to me that the Pirates are trying to move him and they're going to move him before the 2023 season or at least during it and see what the best offer they can get. Now, the Yankees have prospects. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, can they convince the Pirates to take guys that aren't elite level pitching prospects? And if Brian Cash is willing to mortgage the future, especially some really high-end talent, Dominguez could be a superstar. You know what I mean? Again, it's it, the, the, the key word there is could be. You know what I mean? It's could. Um, it's not will be. He's not guaranteed to be anything. But Dominguez has, has all the tools. Now, we've hugged prospects in the in the past. You know, we obviously a lot of people point to Miguel Andujar, uh, Greg Bird. You know, there's so many uh, that we've just failed to, you know, develop. And then there are others that we have, like Aaron Judge. And um, we've done a really good job with some of these outfielders. Miguel Andujar just was such a poor defender. We just couldn't maintain uh, his his starting position. Uh, but right now, you know, we'll see what happens. This is exciting. we got a lot of guys climbing through the farm system at a really, really fast pace, and there's going to be a lot of change this year. Uh, now maybe we can find a left fielder. It seems like the Yankees are bringing in a lot of young – or rather, rather a lot of experienced – um, you know, kind of veterans to just compete in left field. Um, like, you know, you wrote an article about Rafael Ortega. Obviously, you got Willie Calhoun. There's some players there that probably won't amount to anything, but maybe they can offer some supplementary bats and supplementary defense uh, next season. You know, uh, Boone and Judd and um, Cashman have done a good job finding those like, kind of low-key pieces to help out when injuries arise and just kind of mitigate fatigue down the stretch. So we'll see how this goes, my friends. But as I said before, make sure to drop your comments in the YouTube section. As always, have a fantastic rest of your day, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.